Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. For those of you guys who are watching me on YouTube, hello, I haven't been here in a long time. So I decided that today I'm going to actually record my podcast episode. So I hope that you guys love it. And for those of you guys who are listening on the Beauty Business Babes podcast, I want you guys to know that I do have a YouTube channel, kellyandtv.com. Um, I talk a lot about spray tanning in that realm of my social media, but feel free to check it out because I do give tips on marketing um, and other beauty business professional advice as well. So today we are going to dive in on six ways that you can get more clients coming to your business. So whether you're a solopreneur, whether you own a salon, maybe you do things mobile, doesn't matter. This is all going to pertain to you as a service-based provider. So what we're going to talk about are six tangible ways on what you guys can do to actually have clients finding you. Number one is online listings. So if you have not put yourself online, this is going to be one of the best ways to get found online, obviously. And what you're going to want to do is head on over to Google My Business, Yelp, yellow pages, white pages, I don't know. There's a whole list of online directories that you can type in your business information for free. So that way when people search for spray tanning, eyelashes, hair, whatever it is that you do in your vicinity, in your geographic location, people will be able to find you because you're on those listings. Now I'm gonna say and warn you guys that this should all be free. So if anybody's trying to charge you for something, look into that because it could be a little bit scammy and spammy out there, okay? Number two, social media. This is obvious, right? I hope all of you guys are already on social media, but maybe if you're new to the industry, maybe if you're not even in the industry yet, you might not know that social media is a game changer for your business. This is absolutely free, whether you use Facebook, Instagram, uh, I use YouTube, obviously. My podcasting costs me a little bit of money, but for the most part, most of the things that I do on social media, they're free. So what you wanna do is get on social media and try not to overwhelm yourself, especially if you're new, because I know that it can get very, very overwhelming with all of the different social media sites, but also trying to keep up with everything. So what I would recommend doing is actually getting good at at least one, maybe two, if you wanna push the envelope a little bit, and get really, really good at utilizing these types of social media first before you venture off into using all of the other kinds of social media that are out there like TikTok, for example. So my suggestion and the suggestion that I have for most of the women that I work with in the beauty industry is to start with the social media uh, platform that most of your clients or potential clients are going to use. So one idea would be Instagram. I think most of our clients are going to be on Instagram. The second one to that would be something like Facebook. Typically, Facebook has a little bit older of an audience base. So if that's your clientele, that's great. But also, if you have a younger type of clientele, they could also be on Facebook. A great way to do this is to do a little bit of research about what type of gender is on what type of social media as well as what type of age range is on that platform. So you can do this by a simple Google search or even going on YouTube and finding some information there. Number three is a having a referral program. So this could be something like 
come in and get your uh, service. If you have a friend or a family member that gets referred by you, get a free gift when you come back or possibly $10 off on your next visit, something like that. Now, I will say I do love using this because it does inten intensify, incentivize people to come in and to tell their friends but it also allows you to really hone in on a very loyal client base because typically when people hear other people's referrals from word of mouth, they're more likely to trust that referral. So I would highly recommend getting something that's going to allow you to easily track this because that's the one problem that I did have with this is actually tracking the referral program um, people that actually refer to other people. So the way, the best way that I was able to find on how to do this was basically when somebody came into my salon and I realized and they told me that they were referred by so-and-so, I would put in so-and-so's account in the notes that she referred this person. Now, the other problem to that is making sure that you read the notes every time that you work with somebody. For us, it was more of habit of doing that, so we didn't have too much of an issue, but I know for a lot of people, they don't write notes in the accounts or in their booking system, so I think it's a good time to get a little bit familiar with how to do this in a way that feels good to you, but also helps you expand your business. And also another thing, this is kind of like a side note, for you beauty business professionals, you guys should be using that note section to keep track of everything you're doing for your clients so that way next time they come, you remember what you did for them last time because I promise you, you won't remember. You will not remember unless it's something out of the ordinary. But most of the time, you're not gonna remember what you did exactly for that last client or for that client last time they came in. So it's important to keep notes in there as well as any referrals that maybe they um, had for you. Number four is using ambassadors. This is probably one of the best ways to gain clientele in a way that's not gonna cost you too much money at all. It's basically like free advertising on somebody else's platform. So the way that you could do this is by searching on, say for example, Instagram, a hashtag that's related to something she may use or he may use. So I would use something like, San Diego models or hashtag San Diego brand ambassador, something along those lines, but you can also Google San Diego brand ambassadors because you'll find a list of people to help you out in your specific area. So if you are in New York, obviously you wouldn't use the word San Diego, you would say New York brand ambassadors, maybe you would use the term ladies or women or whatever it is that you wanna to use to target that particular person that you're trying to find. And in these moments, it's up to you to do a little bit of research on their social media accounts, see what you love about them, see maybe what you don't like about them, see if they're aligned with your business and really with what you're trying to do and how you're trying to promote your business because you don't want somebody that is not aligned with how your brand is, right? With your brand period. So what you wanna do is do a little bit of research, maybe DM this person if you're, you find interest, if you're interested in them and say, hey, 
why don't you come on down to my salon? I would love to offer you a free spray tan and get to know you, hear a little bit about your story. And this is where I get to know the brand ambassadors on that first visit. Of course, you're not gonna know everything about them, but I think it gives you a good idea of whether or not you want to work with them. Because if you're offering them a free service, in my mind, they probably already know that you wanna work with them in some capacity. Otherwise, you wouldn't be giving them a free spray tan, right? So if they come in, get that free spray tan and they don't mention you on Instagram or they seem a little bit off or maybe you had to keep on reminding them, maybe you did have an agreement you know, to post something and you had to keep on reminding them, those are all red flags for somebody that I personally wouldn't wanna work with. So a couple of things that I do pay attention to is obviously like the vibe. Are they cool? Are they um, in alignment with my brand? Are they somebody I can see myself working with long-term? Um, are they somebody who promotes so many things that my product or service would get diluted? That's important too, right? So I wanna make sure that this person is somebody that I feel really aligned to work with, but also is somebody that can trust that's going to actually help promote my business and not just come in for free spray tans. Number five, you can also do something on networking or on Instagram lives where you basically reach out to people who work with your ideal client in your area. So when I had my salon in San Diego, what I would personally do is reach out to other beauty professionals that offered beauty products or services that worked with people that most likely would like to spray tan. So when I reach out to them, it would typically be by Instagram and I would say, hey girl, I see that you do hair in my area. I would love to have some coffee with you. Would you like to meet up? And I would love to hear a little bit more about your business and see if there's any way that we could work together because any type of business um, partnership, whether it's just networking or whether it's having a brand ambassador, it has to be mutually beneficial, right? It has to be beneficial for you but it also has to be beneficial for the person that you're working with. I always look at collaborating with people, whether it's the um, ambassador or whether it's somebody that I'm networking with as a partnership rather than me trying to take from them or if I notice that they're trying to take from me and not really viewing it as a partnership, I don't like that either. So it's really important for us to come together and say, yes, this is mutually beneficial and I totally see that we can work together um, because we do have a similar based clientele. So if we were able to work together to do maybe IG lives or promote each other on each other's social media and websites, that would work so well for you guys. And even word of mouth as you're doing a spray tan and maybe you hear that somebody wants to get their lashes done or their hair done, you can offer the referral to that person that you're collaborating with. So these are some really, really great ways to actually get into your community and get to know people. And it's so much fun when you actually do get to know people and you're not just doing this on your own because I know that entrepreneurship can be incredibly, incredibly lonely. So let's take that out, the loneliness out, and let's start to connect more with other people who are like-minded to us. Number six is optimize your SEO on your website. If you don't know what SEO is, it's search engine optimization. And basically this can be a little bit tricky because I know that there's some basics that you can do as um, somebody who does work on her website from time to time. I'm pretty familiar with some coding, things like that. 
I can go in and do some SEO, but I know that even with my amount of knowledge, I am not anywhere near SEO professional person at all. So what I need to do is actually hire out somebody to help me gain leverage on my SEO efforts. Now, one thing that I do want to mention is that SEO is something that it's kind of like this thing where if you don't know what they're doing, then they could, the person that you possibly hire can be doing things incorrectly. They could be doing things that aren't helpful at all. Um, so you really want to vet these people that you're hiring if you decide to go in that direction. But if you are in a place that isn't very competitive, so somewhere that's like maybe a smaller town that doesn't have a lot of beauty business professionals that are doing exactly what you're doing, you could get away with researching this on your own and really putting forth the effort of learning SEO and doing it on your own. But if this is something that you're just like, holy crap, I don't want to learn this. This is not interesting to me at all. You can always hire out. You can go to Upwork.com. You can go to Fiverr.com. You can um, ask for referrals from friends. I would highly recommend hiring somebody that has great reviews, that works with a lot of people, um, that has a great reputation. Because obviously, like I mentioned earlier, if you guys don't know how to do this, it's going to be really, really difficult for you guys to actually see that they're doing anything. So SEO efforts do take time. It takes, um, it's very tedious <laughs> and it takes a while for you actually to see it working. So even if you do this on your own and you go on the back end of your website, you start doing some SEO strategies, then you're not going to see the things that, um, you're not going to see it happen right away. You're going to see this progression happen over months and possibly a little bit longer depending on how much competition you have for those specific keywords in your particular area. So do some research on search engine optimization. If you know this and you can tackle this on your own, I would say just go for it if you have the time and energy, but if you are tapped out on the time and the energy, hire this out because again, it can be very tedious, but it's important for you to optimize your SEO so that way you can get on the first page of Google searches or Yahoo searches or any other searches for that matter. So I really hope this helped you guys. I hope that you guys love this episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. Oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. I hope you love this episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. So if you guys love this episode, please leave us a review, leave some comments. I would love to hear about how you guys enjoyed this episode and if this was helpful for you. Thank you guys so much and I'll see you guys on the next episode.